G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag previewing uh, Caulfield with the rails out five metres. Might be an attempt to somehow fix the, the, the fierce bias and lanes that have been more often than not dictating races there at Caulfield. Uh, we're going to deep dive into the quarter legs races six, seven, eight, and nine uh, with Pistol Pete. Pistol, how are you? Yeah, good. You know, standard, kicking goals. Good. And on debut, in the know, with the snow, direct from the site, direct from the Caulfield Trainers Hut, Snowy, how are you? Good, mate. Great to be here. First time. Very excited. Good to get the oh, your head on the camera this time, you know, the next step. Good face. People need to be looking at it. <laughs> anyway, um, did, the, did the guys in the hut speak about the rail position and how the track's been playing at all to you? No, not really. I didn't sort of go in depth with that. We are more just talking about horses this morning, but, yeah. Any horses that they spoke about which aren't going to feature in today's show, so that's races six, seven, eight, nine, anything early in the day? Well, Mick Price thought Tabby Dance in the first was a special. said that was his best chance of the weekend, one well last start, and he pretty much just said that should be winning again. And yep. in race three, this one was a little bit of a surprise, but Clint was very, very keen on Causeway Girl. She was ordinary last start, but um, he said she's really turned her work around. And he said, trust me, at $20, and I think about four, $4.50 the place, she's, he said she was a great each-way bet. Big call that. The horse hates Caulfield. Yes. But oh, that's what I mean. He was very bullish. And when he's very bullish like this, he is a good judge. So she must be showing something at home. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Anything else before we kick into the quarter leg snow? No, not really, no. We have a couple at Sydney, but that'll be for later on. Keep that fan of the show. Race six, punters. Peter, what is race six again? It's a 400-metre race. Yeah, it's rails a handicap. Rails out five. So we don't really know. We've got no real history of rail out five. We've got a bit of rail out four, but we're guessing as to this track pattern on Saturday. Uh, Caulfield would be, I'd say, the worst performing of the main three tracks in Victoria. So we, we live and learn each day we go and race there. We want to see a clear pattern before we sort of start betting on the ponies. Up comes our My Speed Map and a synthetic hold, which is the best price of all the plastics at this stage, which is Thursday midday, or Smoko if you're snowy. And uh, Peter, do you like anything at race six? Uh, what do you do with Morrissey, seriously? Uh, it was interesting that coming well, around... We'll, we'll, sorry to cut you off. What we will be doing is putting a lot of heat on the... Leon and Troy Corsons, Craig Williams, they're big social media people, so we'll try and interact with them on social media, as well as the stewards, to get some clarification, because is this horse going to go forward or is this horse going to go back? Uh, I think the punters deserve to know, and I think it's a complete guess without some direction from the from the stable. It probably rolls forward on balance of probabilities, doesn't it? If Travi, uh, my friend, and uh, Ballet Master go forward, Morrissey will just drag itself along with them. But, well, um... I, I'm not going to back it. So I suspect it rolls forwards, put right into the race, and runs a huge race. Yeah. Um, look, you've got a former Western's best horse here coming around. First start for Brent Stanley. No trial. Interesting. I, th- I think it opened up well and truly short enough. I thought Great Duchess on what it did last start. Uh, ran some good splits going home. Has a good figure track and distance. Wasn't suited. Just lobs perfect spot here from gate five. I think the price is good. Snowy, anything here? Race six for you? Nah, there was nothing that the boys mentioned this race, no. Oh, I thought um, Kingsbrook, the horse that could sort of improve here, looks like it's going to be ridden with a bit more intent to me, a bit of a setup. 
uh, Nolan jumps on. I think it is. Yeah. A little, little bit more intent from the from the yard. Uh, I suspect they try and roll forward. Morrissey's got the race at its mercy if they're positive, but it's drawn wide, and it is a change of tactics if they roll forward. If I don't get that change of tactics, I'm assuming it's going to be ridden cold again. I, I think Great Duchess was enormous last start when not suited, badly not suited. Uh, so you swing was as good as it though, and so you swing was a bit plain yesterday, but it was up the inside there at Sandown which didn't look like anywhere near the best ground yesterday. Nothing up that inside fence except for fucking race dream made any kind of ground. So I'm happy to sort of trust the form enough to take the price. I think it's sort of 650 is a good odds, good odds here. I'm with number four, Great Duchess, scared of Morrissey, and just sort of, I don't know what to do with number 10 coming around. If Pete's not with it at that price, I won't with it either. Race seven, boys. I think this is a decent race, isn't it? Bletchingly, maybe. Yep. 1,200 metres sprint race. Jungle Edge, Viridine, why are you laughing, Peter? Oh, just <laughs> play on advantage. Uh, yeah, good race. Up comes the speed map, and there's a synthetic hold. I thought this race was possibly the most boring, shitty little look. Like, it's just awful to look at. It's awful to bet at. And the, the most interesting thing when I did the race, because I've done it in detail... Jungle Edge has an SP edge over Viridine, not just last start, but previously. If you backed it last start to beat it, good on you. I didn't. I should, probably should have. So I'm not backing Jungle Edge to win, to win a race. Like It's just it's sickening. I'm not... No. I thought I am someone could improve. Uh, it was very good again. Last start, it's been a solid preparation. I'll, I'll be interested to see what Pete says about great again. West is best. Prefer it down the straight. This is around a bend. Don't know what that means. And Samson, it was very good last start. The, he sat on it like it was black caviar. He had to go into its work a little bit earlier. Got through the gears. Might have won last week on the quick backup. But I thought the race stinks and I don't want to, don't not want to bet. Boys, Snowy, anything? No, I was probably on your side here too. I reckon I'll just be happy to sit back and watch this race. No interest in betting. Pistol? Yeah, it's not not a great race to, to be jumping into. Some of the form's a bit iffy. Some of the figures are a bit iffy as well. The horse actually found it. So longest odds in the field was on telling you. I thought that was probably worth a very, very small investment. I think coming back to Caulfield's more suitable than Flemington. Um, and I know it's drawn two, but... I'm not exactly sure there'll be a heap of speed in this, and there's every chance they might very well just bunch up. So if it gets that nice little split, or if it's able to peel wide going in towards a turn, uh, it'll need a pretty decent ride, but I thought the odds are too big there. So I'll just have a, a really small bet there late on the fair. Race eight, boys, is over the... This is a big long race, yeah. 2,394 metres. Basically, the Caulfield Cup trip, but they've got the rail out five, which they never do, so it's stuffed up the measurements. Uh, WUT, surely, if it's ever going to win this preparation, this is it. Uh, the barrier and the booking scares me a fair bit, but the form's outstanding. The price seems fair. I think it's the most likely. Very interested, though, in what uh, Snowy's got to say here with Mark Medeus. I've seen that it's had a couple of jumps that look like they might have been over the sticks. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it has been working over the hurdles. It was going to make its jump debut last week at Pakenham. And oh. uh, he definitely said this was his best of the weekend. It's been doing a lot of work over the hurdles. He did say it would come across with Sasko, so it will go forward early. It has had a lot of weight on its back in its last few starts, but 59 kilos. And, uh, yeah, Nick was very keen on its chances this Saturday. He thought it would be going very close. Outstanding information, that, that the horse will roll forward. This is another horse that's pretty hard to map. It's got some speed, but it's often ridden cold. So, Mark Medeiros, you know he's going to be put into the race. They're telling you it's flying. It probably makes me not want to bet into the race because I think WUT is ready to win. They're probably the two. You could back both, I guess, but they're both top of the market. Peter, anything from you? Yeah, I just found the market here, really. I found it hard to go past WT and Resilient. They were the two that I found on top. Mohamedeus wasn't suited, obviously, last start, and that's a, a nice enough push in itself from what Snowy's given. And, and you know, The Sasko's, race does drop away, doesn't it, after yeah. the first five, four or five horses? Yeah. There's nothing else in it. Exactly. So, I mean, that's probably the issue there, isn't it? So, um, yeah, it'd be a race where you'd want to have a look in the yard and see how they're all parading on the day, but... Uh, Good luck. Or, or, or pray to the gods and Allah and Buddha, Jesus Christ and Garabut Senior that races.com decide to show the parade for this race because you never know. It's just a fucking lottery. So, if they luckily, which is a blessing, is WUT, Mahatmadeus and Sasko, and even Resilient down number six. So, you'll definitely get to see them parade. They just often cut off the, the final four or five. Snowy, what were you going to say? His stable's up and going at the moment too, Nick. His horses are flying, so... Good win there on Sunday at Wodonga. It was a very good win. It's actually going to back up again this Sunday too, Rapongi. <laughs> Race 9, punters, 400 metres, lucky last. Uh, this looks like a... There's a lot of angles here. Uh, is any... Snowy, have you got anything for us here? Um, well, Nick did say Reckoning has been working well, and it was super last start. A big advantage here is Craig Williams goes on. Should get a good run in the race, but he did say it's a tough race. But at the price, he did say, look, it's a good each-way chance. But he couldn't, yeah, tough race. No major push, but the horse is definitely going well. And I think Craig Williams is a big bonus too. It's a big switch, isn't it? I, I found the race fascinating, but not so much a betting race. So this, this mystery shot is just flying and i don't really want to go against it but they don't want to back it this i could back paul's regret reckoning savvy lad was well back first up last preparation and beat microphone in a group two it's got elite form both its jump outs are pretty stylish i've watched them uh wicklow brave was good splitting the grass if you give its last run when it was ridden with intent and sort of failed i wouldn't be surprised if it's ridden cold here Race nine, Caulfield, like fresh hell. We need to know exactly how the track's playing, and by now you'll have a good idea. Uh, if it's favouring on-pace horses, I think Mystery Shot's almost unbeatable. But if it's if it's if they're getting right off that fence, then I could start to warm into a few ponies here. Savvy lad drawn barrier one's a bit of a chink though. Peter, uh, Snowy, any word on this zero doubt, no trial um, for Yendel and Mick Price? No, it has had it's had two jump outs at um, I watched them at Cassidon. Cassidon. Snowy, how do you say that? <laughs> Cassidon. At Cassidon. It's had two jump outs. It was pushed out in the second jump out and I thought that was a little bit of a concern. I was happy to risk it here first up. Snowy, did you get anything out of price? No, I actually didn't mention nothing about this race, no. He was um 
more just bullish on Tavernance in the first, and that was about as far as he went. Peter? Okay. Where does that leave uh, you? Well, look, there's a couple that I just want to speculate at, uh, at odds there. One was actually Reckoning. Um, thought it wasn't suited last start. I think the step up, slight step up and distance looks good. Some fat splits there going to the line. And the other one was regards Marie for, uh, for Carr and Dwyer. I think that form line that it's coming from looks pretty solid um, yep. out of this event. So they were the two at double-figure quote. But, yeah, agree. It's really difficult to, to pen mystery shot. But at the same time, its figures are still just okay. There's a few with a bit of an edge there. So... You sort of suspect the horse will come unstuck at some point. Uh, even a horse like Paul's Regret, like go and watch its run last start. It was yeah. probably the worst ride of the whole day. It was slaughtered, utterly slaughtered, and it's still around third. It's going to get a better run here. Horse is obviously going pretty well. Uh, it's a deep race outside the favourite. Even down to Fighting Whiskey, I thought it was pretty good last start too. Boys. Best value and lay. My best is race six, number four, Great Duchess. You can get $6.50. I think that's enormous value. Might go off this horse. My value, race five, number two, that girl. You can get $9, but probably happy to take sort of anything down to $7.50, $7. And number seven, Paris, who's back to mare's grade or filly's grade and down in grade. Uh, big price here, $21, 31s as well out there if you're lucky enough. And I'm going to lay race four, number three, Grin Zinger Ali. Peter? Um, check the link below. Belmont markets are just waking up now, so uh, we'll let those just settle a little bit and check in tomorrow morning and it should all be there. Snowy, what do you got for us around the grounds? Um, I actually spoke to the Lees camp this morning and at Rose Hill in race four, number one special reward. It's flying, but if the rain comes, they may scratch there. Um, race seven, number three, each way. It's going to go back. It was excellent last prep when it had its first prep here in Australia. That's Mugger two. He'll be better over further distance and more runs into the preparation. And yep. then race nine, number eight, Sanaya. If the rain comes, they thought the more rain, the better with it in the last. But from the Lees camp, their best bet of the whole weekend was Gosford, race three, number oh. two, Earl. Say that again, mate. Gosford? Gosford race three, number two, La Girl. They thought it was their best of the week, and they pretty much said it wins, and they said, oh, I could come out first up and declare this one, they reckon, that get myself off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful stuff. All right. Um, we've got stacks of betting information at the mailbag.com.au. Tedeschi's NRL mail ticking along very nicely. His best bet of the weekend is the Storm to cover the 19.5 start against the awful Broncos. Uh, Cam Dean's AFL mail, his bet is the under 112.5 points in the Carlton North Melbourne game. Um, if you were already on board, which you should be, you're on it, I think, 125 is the unders that you took, Peter. Uh, it's, it's it's something a lot bigger than that. You're on a big over already yeah. there. He's betting great, especially early stuff. Now, the mailbag.com.au, accountable betting advice delivered by the app. We've got Curly up in Queensland this weekend. Pistol's got Perth covered with the Gropers, which I won't reference that again. Uh, Scurry's got Rose Hill covered, and uh, I've got Victoria covered. We've got betting advice everywhere, all delivered via our app. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend, and we're all using punningform.com.au. Goodbye. Thanks, Snowy. You were good on debut. Right, thank you.